You are listening to Podcast Zero. My name is Tom Thompson. Thanks for being here today. Show's coming a little late. Work was crazy. I wanted to post this a lot earlier, but that's kind of what happens. I'm doing a little bit of a different version of the show today. I may do this every now and then where I kind of just go off the cuff. Um, There are plenty of stories that I could talk about off the top of my head, a few in particular that I'd like to cover. This isn't going to be a super long episode, but I think the information contained within is important. I have very strong opinions on what I'm about to speak about, and I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who are probably going to disagree with what I'm going to say. Um, there are people who are afraid that they're going to get canceled online for talking about these things, but I'm sorry. At this point, I think it needs to be addressed. My suspicions have been raised and I, I want to preface this episode by saying that I am merely observing. I'm using my critical thinking. This has nothing to do with political bias. I am not a Republican, nor am I a Democrat. I fall somewhere in the middle. Call me libertarian, if you will. I wouldn't even use that term at this point. I don't really know what I am. An American, concerned American, is probably the best description of my political standing at this point. But I don't think it really matters because I know what I'm seeing. I know other people are seeing it. And what happens online is what happens online. Let me tell you this. If I walk down the street and talk to 20 people, most of them are a lot more understanding and open-minded. And it is my suspicion that a lot of times when you get into an argument within social media realms, like on Twitter, Facebook. You know, I think a lot of times you're you're dealing with bots, but you're also dealing with people who are virtue signaling or trying to fit in with the crowd that they've aligned themselves with. And unfortunately, you don't get a good sample of what people are really feeling and thinking because they're afraid to say it. They don't want to be ousted by the club that they've joined. So... As we've been told over the past couple weeks, our country and others are supposed to be allegedly facing food shortages. They've already begun in some places. And I began to, to think about that particular warning really deeply. And I put some things together in my head. And I took some notes. Some short notes. But I'm going to read them to you because... I feel like it's worth mentioning. Now, I was also watching a YouTube video uh, that involved this particular information. So some of it came from that. Again, it's short, but it, it's worth your time to hear this. And I want you to remove all politics. I want you to look at this from the perspective of an investigative journalist, or a forensic analyst, a police officer, an agent, you are trying to either solve a crime or you are hot on the trail of something suspicious. This is not a situation to be taken lightly. Now, before I begin with this little list I have here, I just want you to remember that I don't know who to blame for this. I'm not saying it's the United States government. I'm not saying it's any particular person or organization. Now, there is a name mentioned in here, but again, I wouldn't I'm not placing blame. This is merely an observation and I am making connections. So, one of the world's largest ships had jammed up the Suez Canal for nearly a week, which is one of planet Earth's most important trading routes. It's crucial. The supply chain of our entire world. Extremely vital for resources to get from one place to the other. The price of fertilizer for crops hit an all-time high. Bill Gates became the largest farmland owner in the United States. World leaders announced impending food shortages. 
as a result of the war between Russia and Ukraine, with both countries making up more than 30% of our global wheat market. And bird flu cases reported over the past month, which forced farmers to kill millions of egg-laying poultry. Now, there's a lot of factors at play here, okay? But I began to notice something a little disturbing as I was looking into this because my girlfriend and I own a home together and there is a good chance that we may feel the effects of this moving forward just like many of you at home listening to this show. I began to see all these different stories from many different sources, reliable sources, of all these random fires and disasters at, like, food plants, and it just began to paint a really strange picture. And if I have to be honest, there's only one word that I can use, and that word is sabotage. There's no getting around it, and, again... Maybe it's just the conspiracy theorist in me, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to lay this all out. And as I do, I want you to keep in mind, just for comparison's sake, because the data speaks volumes, that in 2019, there were two total fires that broke out at facilities of this nature. Two incidents. We're in 2022, and I can tell you right off the bat, as I describe these to you because the details are important, you've probably already guessed there have been a lot more than two. So get this, in the last six months, over 20 U.S. food processing facilities have burned down. 20. Try to wrap your head around that. But you have to ask yourself, why? Is this just a coincidence? Is it because we have a 24-hour news cycle? We are in the modern era of social media. Um, maybe we're just paying closer attention to this type of thing because we knew the supply chain was already a bit screwed up going into this year because of COVID and other factors. There's a war going on in Europe. Or is there something much more nefarious at play here? And I feel like I have a right to ask these questions. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not embarrassed. And again, I don't think this has anything to do with conspiracy theories per se. The exact definition of that phrase doesn't really match up with this. This isn't a conspiracy theory. This is an investigation this is critical thinking, like I had said earlier in the podcast. And this is observation. The prices of our regular goods that we purchase each month as Americans at the grocery store are skyrocketing. Inflation is the highest it's ever been. Gas prices are also just through the roof. And at the same time, we have these global elites who have said this is a great opportunity when COVID began for a global reset. Well, what would a global reset actually look like? How would we bring about the fourth industrial age? I mean, this is kind of what that looks like, is it not? This whole Agenda 21, Agenda 2030. I mean, there's different names. This is really becoming worrisome and i have to be honest it's hard for me to see all of this and not say anything because i don't want to get too political on this particular show or any of my shows i'm trying to stay away from politics but i still follow them you know internally personally but i don't feel like getting compared to other talk show hosts uh, who have been basically been damned to hell for speaking about such things. But this is something that I had to talk about. You know, Podcast Zero is mostly moving forward, focusing on paranormal UFOs, unexplained, high strangeness, and, and, and that sort of thing. But I feel like I should touch on this. Richard Dolan 
posted a video recently that went into depth about where the world is headed. And that's what this episode is really geared towards. We're in a situation where the world is changing and it's changing fast. And COVID really, and I mean seriously, sped this up tenfold. But is it so hard to believe that there is a network of very rich and powerful people on this planet that have an agenda? And in order for that agenda to play out in the way that they'd like, a narrative must be created that they want regular citizens to follow and believe. And if you notice, the propaganda on mainstream media is running rampant, and it's really not hard to figure that out, right? It's not something that you have to dig for. <laughs> I mean, it's in your face every day. How many times, how, like, I mean, seriously, how many times has CNN lied to the viewers over the last year or two? Let's say two years. How many times have they gotten something wrong? And listen, I don't, I don't want to be harsh. I don't want to be harsh. There are good journalists that, that work at just about every news agency in this country. But that doesn't matter because ultimately they have to answer the top dogs in the company. The people up above. The CEOs. The board. The shareholders. That's who they really are working for, and they don't get to be their own person all the time. Don't forget that when you work for a major news agency, things have to be approved. You can't just post a story. It's vetted rigorously. And I'm my own person, my own individual. I don't have to answer to any sort of corporation or overlord. It's just me. Right now, I am sitting in my office in front of my computer at 2.29 a.m. And this is what's running through my head because it is going to affect every American in this country unless you're super rich. But even then, if this really spirals out of control, it could even affect the elite of the elite. And again, I don't have anything against the rich. But I, I think people need to pay attention to what's happening here because... This is something that could really affect everyone in a way that none of us are used to. We have ancestors that went through the Great Depression in World War II. This is a whole different monster. This is a different ball game. We live in a completely different era. We're in the technological age. And the story that I am covering here that involves food processing plants being destroyed in this country at the same time that the global supply chain is essentially falling apart while at the same time there's a war in Europe, while at the same time there's a network of people that have written books and white papers about resetting the planet's economy and ushering in the fourth industrial age of man, I just want to ask the listener... Am I nuts for asking these questions and speculating and investigating? Or am I just doing my due diligence because I'm concerned? Because I'm out on my own here. I have family, of course. We're all going to lean on each other in tough times, but still. My girlfriend leans on me and I lean on her. And we're doing our best to stay afloat. I'm slowly progressing towards a situation where I am self-employed and no longer have to work a day job, which at that point, the show will be a hell of a lot more consistent. I'll probably be able to do more episodes of it per week. But I mean, seriously, this is something that I can't shake. I can't just ignore it. I can't turn my head and act like these things don't look a certain way. I'm going to read a list. This is all just from this year. And I want you to look at this as if you were a private investigator or you know, maybe somebody who works for the FBI, forensics, 
any police department, I want to present this to you in a very reasonable manner. If there's a small town, and on one street, there's a break-in every Monday, chances are they're related, right? Or if we begin to notice that someone keeps breaking into, say, Best Buy, and it's all throughout the country, someone keeps spray-painting, like, the letter W or something on the front window, and it happens 12 times. Probably related, right? So think about it in those terms when I read this to you. February 5th, Wisconsin River Meats Processing Facility destroyed by fire in Mauston, Wisconsin. February 15th, Bonanza Meat Company goes up in flames in El Paso, Texas. February 22nd, Shearer's Foods Food Processing Plant explodes in Hermiston, Oregon. February 22nd, fire destroys Deli Star Meat Plant in Fayetteville, Illinois. March 17th, Nestle Food Plant extensively damaged in fire and new production destroyed in Jonesboro, Arkansas. March 19th, Walmart Food Distribution Center catches fire in Plainfield, Indiana. March 24th, major fire at McCrum Potato Plant in Belfast, Maine. March 29th, Maricopa Food Pantry burns down 50,000 pounds of food destroyed in Maricopa, Arizona. March 31st, Rio Fresh Onion Factory damaged by fire in San Juan, Texas. April 13th, fire destroys East Conway Beef and Pork Meat Market in Conway, New Hampshire. April 14th, Taylor Farms Food Processing Plant burns down Salinas, California. April 19th, Azure Standard Nation's premier independent distributor of organic and healthy food was destroyed by fire in Dufour, Oregon. This is my favorite one, though. April 21st, plane crashes into and destroys General Mills factory near Atlanta, Georgia. Now, I'm unbiased enough to admit that it's always possible that these incidents are completely unrelated and that this is just some kind of strange coincidence. I am. But when you dig deep and you figure out what these ultra-powerful elite individuals on the world stage want to do as they usher in the fourth industrial age of man, this is doing nothing but helping them out. I mean, it's really just that simple. This really is giving them a leg up. If you devastate the supply chain, we're going to start begging the government for help. Then they come in and save the day. But that lets them take control. And they start creating new laws. And then, you know... We, we've seen where, I mean, do I have to explain that? We've seen where this has gone before. Look at 9-11 with the Patriot Act. What reasonable person would want to pass the Patriot Act without there having been some kind of prevailing incident that basically scared the shit out of everyone? What, what irritates me, though, is that we're not allowed to even question it. There's going to be somebody who hears this, and they're going to comment, and I already know what they're going to say. Because it's an echo chamber, and it's a bunch of parrots. They're just all copying each other. They're like all holding up mirrors at one another. You're a Trump-loving, right-wing, tinfoil hat-wearing, racist, homophobic conspiracy theorist. Even though I am not talking about transgender rights, LGBTQ+. I haven't mentioned any of those things. I have said on... Dozens of occasions, live streams, other podcasts, that I do not align myself with any one of the two major political parties in this country. I don't. I was raised primarily Democrat. I was. 
We didn't vote Republican. And, you know, when I started voting, I voted Democrat. Right down, right down the line. Maybe I'm being honest. Now I don't vote because I don't like my choices. I'm much more aware of what's in front of me. And I, I feel like the only choices that I would really get behind, they're not going to win. And they're usually not a Democrat or a Republican. That's sad. It's sad. Everything is politicized now. Everyone's offended. But the thing is, is that everybody apparently wants to be offended. And when we cancel people online, it makes us feel good, right? Like we have power over the world around us. That's what this really is about. It's control. It's this idea that, wow, I could sit at my computer and type a few words and take somebody down. But is that really right? You know, like, I, listen, I know this podcast should have been posted days ago. I had some personal things going on, so things have happened since the first section of this was recorded. This is the second section. You'll probably hear where there's a break in the action, but regardless. Elon Musk bought Twitter. I think that's great. If you actually listen to the words that come out of his mouth and read about what he wants to do, giving it open source, allowing everybody to speak. You know, what's wrong with that? Years ago, not too many people would have a problem with that, but now all of a sudden, the the public has been manipulated into thinking that that's somehow dangerous. Oh, misinformation. What if somebody stirs up trouble and violence? Wait here, how about this? Well, what if somebody gets into their car and starts driving into civilians, into pedestrians? Are we going to ban cars? What if somebody picks up a fork and pokes somebody in the fucking eye with it? Are we banning those? And listen, I understand. There's a big difference. But, you know, but at, at the same time, look. Adults that are in the spotlight, that, that are on the world stage, that are very visible, they know, typically, that their words carry a lot more weight. Thus, they themselves carry a lot more responsibility when they speak. If they screw up, they screw up. It happens. But this is all because everybody thinks that Donald Trump stirred up the January 6th incident. And listen, I'm not going into that tonight. I'm just not. I, I, being a dead horse, there's no point. I, and I am no fan of Donald Trump. I'm not. But I am a fan of free speech. And the funny thing is, everyone's like, oh no, Elon bought Twitter. Trump's coming back. Ah, what are we going to do? It's the end of the world on the internet. Trump's not coming back to Twitter. He doesn't, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. And I have taken notice to a, a large, a large portion of people that are banned on Twitter. And I've gone to see and look around and I'm like, well, why were they banned? Some of it was reasonable. It was. I won't lie. A lot of it wasn't. Some of the people, it's like, yeah, okay, I get that. Totally get that. But then there were a lot of people where I'm like, this is political. This is because somebody didn't like what they said from a political standpoint, and they disagreed with an opinion that they had. And again, you know, it's like, so, so we have to start standing up for... for for what's right here. We do. We have to. You know, it's like I might take some slack for this. You know, I might lose some followers, but it's like I'm being honest. I'm speaking from my heart here. People should be allowed to speak. And listen, I'm no fan of Donald Trump. But if, you know, if we're going to keep all things fair here and think about the reasons why he was banned uh, to begin with here, why the fuck was the Ayatollah of Iran allowed on Twitter, but Trump wasn't? I mean, come, come on. That doesn't even make sense. The Ayatollah 
of Iran. But not the president of the United States. And listen, not my president. It's like, okay, well, he was the president, though. He was in that position. Whether you recognize him or, as the president or not is irrelevant. He was still in the position of president. No, I know. It, listen, <laughs> and I called this years ago. I did a video called the Donald Trump Illusion. Because, I, you know, I think it, it, there's a good chance he's just part of the system, too. You know, I mean, he just, I, I, I don't, this is probably like a game to him. I don't think he's anybody's hero. I don't. I really don't. That's my honest opinion. You know, and if you're a, tr a, you know, a fan of Trump, that's fine. I'm not going to knock you for it. Who you voted for doesn't tell me everything about you. But uh, it's so frustrating that we've, we've gotten into this point because I, I called it. I called it. 2016, early on on my YouTube channel, when it was much more of a uh, conspiratorial uh, platform, I said, if you wanted to divide and conquer the country, this is the way to do it. You let this guy into the White House and let the chaos begin. I still hold that same opinion. What, you think they don't have the power to manipulate the outcome of elections in this world. And I am not, and let me, let me preface this too by saying that I am not necessarily saying that this election was rigged or that Biden stole the election. I'm not talking about that. But if you want to know how politics really work, go watch Ozark on Netflix. It just ended this week. Excellent show. Jason Bateman. I mean, this is like a masterpiece. One of my favorite shows. Probably my favorite since Breaking Bad, and at least maybe like Stranger Things. You know, people are being bought off left and right. There's a lot of influencing that goes on. And there's a lot of voting that happens where the person that's doing it doesn't really even agree with what they're voting for. They don't really believe in it. But they were swayed to do a favor with money. That's what this all comes down to. This is everything, everything. It comes down to money. But I'm telling you, back to back, you know, I feel like I'm straying too far away from the main point of this podcast, but I have a tendency to do that, obviously. You should know this by now. <laughs> am I really nuts? Honestly, am I nuts for questioning why, let's see, let's count 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. There's 13 food processing plants on here. 13. That were either destroyed or there was a fire or something caused a disruption in service from that facility. And this, get this. This isn't even the whole list. This isn't the whole list. There's been more. Am I really batshit insane for saying, hey, you know, it feels like something's off here. Like, really? And you know what's sad, too? There's going to be some people who are like, Ugh, Tucker Carlson was talking about this. We, so we know what you're about. I was talking about this amongst my inner circle of friends way before Tucker, Carl, uh, Tucker Carlson was covering it, okay? Because I monitor all news sources. I do. I check on CNN. I check on Fox. I check on MSNBC because I try to gauge what's going on. And, you know, I always reach the same conclusion pretty much. It's that, you know, one's biased, one's biased, and one's biased. They're all biased. That's it. They're all biased. And I'm, not, not, I'm, not, I'm not attacking anyone here. But the networks themselves are biased. They are. If you're a Republican, typically you watch Fox. If you're a Democrat, typically you watch MSNBC. And if you are just like the average Joe, mostly Democrat, sometimes moderate, you know, you go to CNN. But it, <laughs> CNN isn't what it used to be. If I, you know, it's like if I was doing an interview on their network, 
and I started talking about this, they would probably try to shut me down and end the interview. You're crazy. You're a conspiracy theorist. You're peddling misinformation. It's dangerous. Well, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, really simply, fuck you. I'm allowed to question why these things have been happening as a citizen of this country, just like anybody else. I'm not going to shit on someone for questioning it. I'm not. Why, sh why would I? What's, what the hell is wrong with that? It's my personal opinion that if, you know, if misinformation is so dangerous, then you fight it with better truth. You fight it with better info. It, you don't start censoring everybody and banning everybody. That's when the chaos started. The internet and, and, and American society at large, through the scope of the internet, was functioning just fine before all this bullshit started. We need to get back to where we were. Like, you know, in the 2000s. After 9-11, you know, I know things were tense. But once we got into, like, you know, 2005, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, things were pretty good. I know we, you know, we still had the occupation in the Middle East. I didn't agree with that either. But the internet was functioning fine. We don't need all of this. And I, and I get it. The times are changing. And maybe we do have to go back and look at some rules. But if we don't like, if we don't like somebody's political opinion, the first move shouldn't be to ban them. You should try to have a conversation. Try to find some middle ground. You know, and there are things that I feel like you should get banned off of Twitter for. You know, you know, dis and, and I'm talking like egregious, disgusting, real racism real homophobia, real transphobia, going on there and attacking people, like, viciously. You know, you, you can't... You can't have, like, a clan meeting <laughs> on Twitter, you know? Because society has decided that, we, that most people don't want that, you know? But if someone is, is going to have a political opinion, for instance, what if somebody wants to go online and, 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 you know, make fun of Joe Biden because they're a comedian, but they're also a Republican? Or what if, uh, if someone on the other end wants to make fun of Donald Trump? Both things should be allowed. It's really just that simple. What the fuck happened to everybody? Why is everybody so offended by everything now? Why? I, 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 like, how did we get here? We're, we're like... It's it's like these there's people leaving Twitter that are freaking out about Elon. Thinking this is like the end of free speech. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You know what what are you talking about? Like it's it's, for, it's so frustrating for me to even like have this conversation. Like I don't want to cover these types of things too much on my podcast, but this I really had to touch on the food processing plants, and just, like, the state of politics in this country at this point. It's insane. It doesn't seem to be getting any better. A lot more people are waking up to the nonsense, which is nice. But at the same time, how, how, are, how are we supposed to move forward as a species? You know, if we're, if we're doing all of this, it's like, everybody, just relax. Politics are important, but they're not everything, you know? It's like, so what if somebody voted for Donald Trump? <laughs> That's not going to tell you everything about that person. You, you think it does, you, because of how much you hate that guy. But I, I refuse to be the, that, that type of person. I don't want to be that type of person. I want to judge a person for their own personal actions. And I get it. Voting for Donald Trump is an action. I know a lot of people, though, who I know are not racist. And they voted for Donald Trump because they were afraid of Hillary. I'm sorry, but, you know, and I know a lot of people who voted for Hillary because they were afraid of Trump. For their own reasons. You know, and all those people that I'm talking about right now, 
they all mostly believed in like the same things with some slight differences. They're like just regular hardworking people. Like everybody, please. I mean, hear me out. I'm just one guy, but hear me out. Just, just calm down. Calm down. We're all supposed to be united as a country. We're not right now. We're not. It's, it's, it's gotten to the point where some people are even embarrassed to raise the flag over their own yard. No. Why? Why? There's a lot of infiltration that's also happened in this country through the colleges, well, the education system. We know it, and you know what country it's coming from. You know. It's that enemy from back in the day. Communism and socialism. Like, and, and, and again, not all parts of socialism are bad. But a fully socialized society, it, it's just not going to work. It hasn't. Communism sure as fuck isn't going to work. You know how many people died under Mao? And I, I, you know, I go online, I go on Reddit, even on YouTube, and there's people who think that Mao was like this genius. That was a cult. It was a cult. It reminds me of, of what we see in North Korea. It does. It's just, oh man. Look, let's break this down very simply. I find this to be suspicious, what I'm, what I'm seeing here. Okay? And I should be allowed to say that and speak about it without fear of repercussion. It's really simple. There were a bunch of incidents that occurred that seemed to possibly be related. I'm just investigating. That doesn't make me a piece of shit. And this isn't... This doesn't even make me a conspiracy theorist. Like, everybody stop using that. It's like a, you know, like a buzz phrase. We don't, no. I'm paying attention, and I'm thinking critically. It's really simple. It, it, it was really simple. But we want to make this a political thing. You know why a lot of people want to make this political? Because it's easy to manipulate it then. If you turn it into something political... It's like, oh, well, you have to fall in line. I don't have to do shit. I don't. I'm not bowing down to the Republicans, and I'm not bowing down to the Democrats. I won't do it. I will not bow down to the establishment. I'm not fucking doing it. I'm not, I never will. That's just not who I am. I think for myself. You know. This cancel culture bullshit has got to stop. Stop going back into, you know, 20 years into someone's past and you find some VHS where they said a word you don't like. I mean, seriously. People change. People change. Everybody changes. I am a different person than I was a week ago. You know? Just, like, knock it the fuck off already. Because, and the reason I'm saying this, and I'm kind of drifting in that direction, as far as what I'm talking about here, is because I know I'm gonna catch heat from somebody, somewhere, for talking about this particular topic tonight. I know it. I'm not stupid. It could hurt your online persona. Heck, you want to become a successful content creator? You may want to stay away from these topics. This is suspicious. And someone has to say something about it. And I didn't get this from Fox News. I didn't get it from any of those sources. There's a lot of random articles written all over the internet about it, and a lot of people have taken notice to this. This is a big topic right now. If you know where to look. CNN's not going to want to cover it, though. Let it be known, too. Yeah, I'm just being really honest. And not all journalists over at CNN are bad. There's, you know, but their hands are tied as far as, far as you know, what the narrative is and what they can report on and what they can say. CNN, it, it, it sucks. It sucks. It's not real anymore. It's very politically driven. It's biased. and it has basically become an arm of the establishment left. And, you know, again, Fox News is basically an arm of the establishment right. 
I don't want either of those things in my life as my main source of information. This is why, though, I spread it out. I look at all of the if there's a I look at all the sources. If there's a big news story, I go to every major source and see what everyone's saying. And I check on the differences. So I'm basically taking like a hunk of meat and I'm cutting out the fat. The fat is all of the information that was politicized in the article. It's like, well, now now we can get to the heart of the matter and see what the actual facts are. I, you know, it's, it's, I shouldn't be afraid to investigate something suspicious that I see like this. I shouldn't be. But I do have it in the back of my mind. Like, well, what if I get canceled? What if this hurts my reputation? You know, it sucks. I just started a company. But I had to point this out, guys. I had to. I appreciate anybody that listens to this because I could go much deeper with the Klaus Schwab's of the world. But I'm going to let you do that research on your own. It's 3.51 a.m. right now, so it's time for me to head off to sleep. A long day of work ahead. That's the other thing. You know, and this is just me just talking as just, just regular old me, all right? Which I always try to be that anyways, but my day job is, is kicking my ass. I want to be able to do this more. So the more you listen to this show, the more you support it, the more you spread the word. If you enjoyed it, the better the quality can be as time goes on. And the more often that I can do it, and the higher chance I have of, of getting out of, of this 40-hour, 4 to 45-hour day job work week that I, that I have to live through. I move furniture for a living. You know, it's, <laughs> my, I, I, I'm hurting. And, and sometimes, and I'm going to be honest, you know, whatever. If, if I sound like a bitch or something, I'm sorry. You know, I'm afraid I'm going to get hurt, man. I'm serious. You know, I'm f- I'm five 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 six. Like, I'm carrying couches up into apartments. It's made me stronger, but I, dude, I can't do this forever. I cannot, and I don't want to. I feel like I'm really getting close to actually finally being self-employed here. Between having my my digital design company and and doing this, my YouTube channel, the streaming, everything. With your support, I'll be able to do that. And then I can really, really spend more time on these types of things. Do the podcast more often. So, you know. This is more of a thank you than anything for the people that have been supporting me for these past couple years. You know, it's a slow build. But I am gradually... Gaining more and more people. I, you know, I'm very, very excited to start this new YouTube channel. Very, very excited for that. And anytime you listen to this show, I mean, you are helping. It's just me and my girlfriend over here. And, and you know, you're, you're, <laughs> you're really making someone's dream come true. I've always just wanted to work for myself. That's all I've ever really wanted to do. I don't want to work for anybody. I wasn't always treated very fairly, and I'm sure, and I'm not the only one. So again, I'm, it's not like I'm trying to play the victim here, but it is true. That's why this is extremely important to me. And also, I want to say this too: as political as things are, and and as crazy as things are, like if there's one thing that I would like for people to try to do. Or just just try to get along with each other, just respect one another, and try to just be more loving and caring. Life is too short. I've lost a lot of friends. More than I would like to even mention. To various 
different causes. What I wouldn't give to just have like one more conversation with some of them. Honestly. My grandparents too. All my grandparents are gone. And I don't know how many years my parents have left. They're in their 60s. That's going to be a tough time, man. We are all here for some reason. I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's to provide lessons to our souls, to experience different kinds of realities as we shift through others. I don't know. But I feel like we're wasting a lot of time just fighting with each other when we could be doing great things. When human beings decide to put their differences aside, magic happens. And I think some of the people in the world that are being viewed as evil right now may really believe that what they're doing is the right thing. But I think everyone needs to be able to come to the table and have a discussion about it. What I see on my screen right now, this list of all these food processing plants, this is fucking suspicious. And I wish somebody would have the fucking balls to actually, as a professional, go and investigate this. And maybe somebody is. I don't know. But, I mean, you gotta speak up when you see something like this. And if somebody says you're a conspiracy theorist or, oh, you're wacky or whatever, shut it out. Just shut it out. It is not unreasonable to question something like this. I mean, (laughs) how many break-ins do you think it would take for people to get suspicious that, you know, something was going on? Or, you know, like, if there's... Think of various crimes. If the same crime keeps occurring over and over and over and over and over and over. And they seem to be interconnected. I mean, it's like, come on. The red flag is it's right there. I could be wrong here. I could. I, and I'll tell you what, I hope I am. If someone or something entity or group is trying to actively disrupt the supply chain supply food in our country that's fucking scary that's why I'm talking about it because I'm scared I don't like this I don't want any of this to be real all this Agenda 21 bullshit. I don't, I don't want this. You know, World Economic Forum 2030. All, all of it. I don't like any of it. This isn't fun to talk about. Maybe it was a while ago. It was almost like fear porn. But I don't... I, you know, I, I want to spend my time trying to figure out who's visiting this planet and from what dimension they're coming from. Which is mainly going to be my focus anyways. But I could not just sit by and not say something about this particular thing here. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. It's too much. There were too many incidents. If there was only three, I probably wouldn't say too much. Like, eh, it's a little strange. But, I mean, there's been over 20. And, 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 you know, then everybody thinks it's just, it's just the Ukraine-Russia conflict. This was already going on well before that even started. Truly, like, the invasion of Ukraine. Now, there's been a conflict for many years. But, <sighs> this feels really fishy, everyone that's listening to this right now. It does. I'm just being honest. My honest opinion. So. I hope you guys enjoyed the show tonight for what it was. It's hard to enjoy, though. Truly, it's not so much enjoyment as it is taking in information. And hearing about something that is not good. 
But it was important that I shared it with you because if somebody can prove to me in some way that this isn't suspicious and that they're not related, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear it. That's the end of the show today, guys. I appreciate you listening to the show, supporting it. My YouTube channel is Cortex Zero. You can follow me on Twitter at Atomic Thomas. Just change the O's to zeros. Not hard to find. Obviously, if you enjoyed the show. Please tell your friends about it. Hopefully, they'll listen right along with you. You know, I hope. I, you know, sometimes I picture. You know, like like a bunch of stoners, like like me and my friends back in high school and early college. You know, and later on, like all sitting around in a circle, you know, passing a joint around or whatever, and listening to like my podcast. That would that would make me happy. Just you know, just like people having similar thoughts, uh, you know, as myself, and we're sharing similar ideas. That's really cool. Follow me on Instagram. Cortex underscore zero. Same thing on TikTok. My Instagram was recently hacked. I got it back. Thank God for that. <laughs> that was not fun. I'll talk about that on the next show. Oh, but maybe I'll open the next show with that one. Like I said, there have been th- some things that have happened that caused this podcast to show up a little late. I'm trying not to let that happen but it really, truly was a crazy week for me. I, you know, have been going through some, some things personally that took precedent. And they've been dealt with, and I'm here, I'm alive, and I'm not going anywhere. So, thank you again for listening to the show. Be sure to follow me and subscribe everywhere that you can. Your support means the world to me and my girlfriend, and everybody else that I'm close with. They're all rooting for me, and this feels really good. It feels really good to be able to do this, especially from my computer (laughs) instead of my phone, man. That's a nice feeling, too, now that I've gotten my audio. uh, Not so much figured out, but it's it's in a better place than it was, so now I'm more comfortable with recording it my pc at this point because uh, the audio was just it's a long story <laughs> it was really annoying so the next show i'll talk about the instagram hack and i think i think we're going to start diving deep into maybe some different alien races that have potentially been visiting earth the different kinds of grays that people have seen you know where these beings may be coming from And I want to let you know now that when I start my new YouTube channel, Anomalous, I am kind of doing an alphabetical order A through Z series about various alleged alien races that have visited Earth that people have had contact incidents with. I am really, really looking forward to doing those videos. Really excited about it. So thanks again for being here. Have a great rest of your day, night, wherever you are. I'll catch you guys on the next show. Take care.